Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Hello listeners and welcome back to yet again another episode of the Beautiful Game Podcast. As always, I'm your host Budge. I'm joined by my faithful two co-conspirators Dot and Dej. Gents, how are we doing, man? I'm good, Budge, man. How are you? Good I'm, to be back. Yeah, listen, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm really, really excited about this episode. It feels like I've been away from the studio for an age. Now, obviously, the the, the, the new season's upon us. It, it feels it feels good, man. It feels good, 100 percent How about how about you, Dej? Yeah, I'm very, very good, man. It's nice to get back to the nuts and bolts of some football analysis. Absolutely, absolutely. Back to reality. Back yeah. to reality. It's been a long and, summer. And it's been a long summer. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I feel like we've been, we've been kept o- occupied with, obviously, Love Island. With, um, oh, boy, you <laughs> watch that. <laughs> of course, you need your, your, your daily dosage of trash, your trash TV. Hey, Mike, come on. You know how many know, man. You need it. I'm not convinced on it, man. We obviously had the summer uh, tournaments as well, the Euros, under-21s. Um, the Women's World Cup, mm-hmm. the Afcon. So we've we've mm-hmm. been, I think we've been treated fairly yeah. as, as football yeah. fans uh, this this summer. So, but yeah, like I said, look, I'm 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 excited. I'm happy to be back. Obviously, we're we're kicking things off very strong. We got a full house, so I <laughs> yeah. think it's a perfect opportunity now for me to introduce our guests. We have. Um, obviously, Mr. AK-47 himself, the gun's always loaded, ready to drop corn on anyone that tries to talk for his team. we got man like Loso in the building. Yo, yo, yo. Big up Loso, man. Big welcome, up Loso. welcome back, Welcome Loso. back, man. Yeah, it's good know? to be back, boys. It's good to be back. Of course, You're of part course. of the TBG pod family, man, so we respect right, any time you come on, man. We love it, man. No, we appreciate you, man. And we also have coach, man, manager, extraordinaire, you know. He goes by the name of Gaz, you know. This, on, guys. this is one guy that if you haven't retweeted him on your timeline, then you're not on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely, man. He's too, it's popping. The who's who of Twitter, isn't it? You already know, yeah. man. What's going so on, guys? welcome to the podcast, Gaz. Welcome mean? to the podcast. Oh, welcome back to the podcast. No, so round of applause, round of applause. Oh, man. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank Safe you. for coming, guys, man. My so, pleasure. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, so thanks thanks for coming <clears> down, guys. Um, like, like, like I said already, it's exciting times, obviously. The first 
uh, round of games of the new season have 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 now um, run their course. Mm-hmm. So the best place for us to start is just to review the games, what we what we saw, what we felt, what we thought. Um, and I think the best place to start is the most recent fixture, which was obviously between. Um, with the, the biggest game of the weekend, I think, <laughs> yeah, between yeah, yeah, uh, United and, and Chelsea. Now, I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I don't think anyone in this room would have um, thought that the, the result and the score would, would, was going to be what it actually was. Before the game, I don't think anyone would have said that, right? No, definitely. I think a few people were, were, were saying it was going to be a boring draw mm. or, 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 or whatever. I said Man United were going to win, actually. Did you? Yeah, I predicted 1-0. Okay, okay. I predicted a score draw. So okay. how wrong was I? Fine, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess the best place to start would be with, with our, our, our our United fan here. Guys, I'm not sure. The thing is, I'm not sure you can. I'm not sure you can call me a United fan really? anymore. You know. No, I'm kidding. I'm playing. It's been a, it's been a tough few years. It's been a tough few years, but um, United. Yeah, it was an interesting one today. It was interesting. Yeah. Um, but, so. Honestly, like, what went wrong for Chelsea, or, or what did what did um, what did uh, United do right? Like, what, what's what's your view on 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 the, on the game? I would say today was a game of fine margins. Okay. So the game started off with Chelsea really positive. Um, they controlled the ball really well. They were playing at the back really well. Um, into our final third, our midfield is quite easy to penetrate. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not great defensively. I don't think we ever have been. Well, we haven't been for a few years. So there was a lot of opportunities for Chelsea. There was like those half opportunities to become mm-hmm. an opportunity, and so on and so forth. Then Tammy hit the post. Yeah, yeah. Really good strike. Um, they had a lot of those half opportunities. It didn't necessarily take. And um, the thing with United as well is, I think Oli has set United up to be a counter-attacking team. Yeah. Which I think we all discussed before, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, um, and why not when you've got. Martial, you've got Rashford, you've got Wamba uh, yeah. Saka now, you've got a lot of Pogba, who's a great ball carrier. You've got mm-hmm. pace, um, so I'd say that's that was what was key for us today was our ability to counter attack Chelsea and their lacking the ability to take the chances that they had or the half opportunities. So when we went down the other end, I think there was a lot of pressure for a good twenty minutes, and then the penny happened. Mm-hmm. And obviously, as I said, fine margin, so that changed that the outlook of the game completely. Uh, Rashford took his penalty really well, and that was sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the best type of penalty is side netting. Yeah, um, and he hit it high as well. Obviously, there's a risk it could go over, but if you hit it high, it's harder for the keeper to save. So, um, it was a it was an interesting start to. I actually was really impressed with Chelsea. I think I said mm-hmm. on Twitter that they actually looked really well drilled, and I wasn't sure whether it was a Jody Morris slash Frank Lampard thing or if it was still aspects of Sari from last year in terms mm-hmm. of the way to look after the ball but yeah. with more freedom mm-hmm. obviously he's, you yeah. know, he's quite stri- he's quite rigid and structured in how he wants it to be done mm-hmm. so I wasn't sure whether I'm mate. Frank said yeah, we still want to look after the ball but be creative so Ross Barkley go do what you want to do I think I don't know if you guys have seen it Frank Lampard actually said that uh, he wants Ross Barkley to be more free and to stop thinking so much whereas under Sari mm-hmm. everything is you have yeah. to think yeah, about everything yeah, you yeah, do yeah, yeah. Um, and then they hit the post as well Emerson mm-hmm. hit the post or hit the crossbar yeah, Tammy as well yeah, Tammy hit yeah. the post um, before uh, Emerson did. So the game is again fine margins, and then the second half happened. And so same you th- again. You think the, f- the scoreline flattered um, United? Yeah, hundred yeah, uh, percent. Even the overall scoreline flattered us, but the first like first half definitely. I don't think we were the, that great. I think uh, we started with Marshall up front, mm-hmm. which I think suits him best. Not to say that his overall skill set is of the complete nine, but I think he has aspects of his finishing ability. 
his ability to, to control the ball in tight spaces and the way he receives the ball. He receives the ball with his back to play. I don't know if you guys have do noticed that. Do you think he's more suited to the number nine though? Because on, in terms of like the pressing and how Oli wants to play, I don't think Martial is the an aggressive yeah, he, presser. You know I what? think he Rashford is a bit more, today. That's what I was going to say. That's what I think today. I think Rashford's more suited to that harrying and you know, forcing you to play. Yeah, this is the thing. Uh, that's the only aspect of Rashford's game. I think I'm so certain that he's suited to being a nine. Mm. I think Martial's overall skill set for him mm. is better as a nine than as a wide man yeah. compared to Rashford. I think Rashford's not skilled. Rashford's physical abilities make him a better winger than Martial. If that makes sense. In terms of tracking back and tracking doing back. The dirty work. Yeah, that. but I remember Gary Neville was saying that for the first 20 minutes, Rashford didn't go back. He didn't track back. He no, didn't. Yeah. And that's why... I think, I think maybe that, that might have been instructions yeah, because instructions. second half, we saw him making a dogged yeah. Yeah. attempt to track his man. As so. people were getting the better of them mm. that, whole, that whole first can, half. Can yeah. I say something? I know, you know, a lot of people are big fans of Frank Lampard, but for me, he's like a shit version of Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> Do you know I what it is? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is? <laughs> There's not much to judge him off yet. That's what I was going to so say. So I, I couldn't even say he is a good or a bad coach yet. I think we, we because the Derby year, Derby normally always make the playoffs anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but to get them there is still an achievement. With Definitely. But that, that's the point I was making. What has he done to get that job? Because oh, he got it off, off his name. No. Of course, like, it's a legend to yeah, buy Chelsea time because they know yeah, they can't yeah, sign yeah, players. Exactly. And like, they know they're in a situation. They know I, they're in a situation where they have to play the kids. Mm. Jody Morris, how many FA Youth Cups did he win with Chelsea? Yeah. He won several. So they know the best kids. Mason Mount was with him with Derby. So no, I agree with that, like, Dej, But like, you you gotta understand that. I understand that. Like, I fully agree with playing the kids, but you need to make sure you're playing the kids for the right reason, not because like you just. I'm Lampard. I've got a philosophy of playing kids, and I have to play the kids. So who if should the they play? Kids that you have, if you, if the kids that you have are not better than the people that are currently there, that is the wrong move, and he will lose his job but, very fast then, if he's nah. going to do that. I don't think is, he's going to lose. Who his would job. you? Who would you say that season. started today? Or when? Let's be honest. Or, or Pulisic when? should be playing. He's sixty million pounds. Put him in. Put him in. What, what are you waiting for? So who would you? So you wouldn't have started Mason Mount. I wouldn't have started Barkley, actually. And Tammy Abraham, I would have gone with Giroud. He knows that kind of game. He knows exactly how to navigate a game against Man United. Tammy Abraham, other than the shot, he was rendered null and void. Oh, he caused one of the goals as well. In terms of him, I don't think... Oh, I wasn't deflecting for you or trying to criticise what you said. It was more just to get your perspective. But with Abraham, he's not good enough to play out front of his own. So, so why is he playing? Because Lampard blood's youth. That's what I'm trying to say. So that will potentially cost him his job. If he's going to continue going down that route of I bring through youngsters, I have to play Tammy, I have to play Mount. That's not the right thing to do at Chelsea. And the fans will turn very, very quickly. No, I disagree with that. I think Lampard's going to get a season at least. Roman Abramovich, I think that was one of the contentious points of him getting the job is that he'll get at least a season. I think the fans won't turn at all. I think when you've got a legend in charge, if he loses five in a row, they're going to be like, you know what, it's super Frankie Lampard. So they're going to be okay. Are you telling me that if come January and... Chelsea are like 10th place in the league mm-hmm. you're telling me that the owners are going to be happy with that is that, is that basically oh, what you're telling come me on. of I course they're not going to be happy with it happy but, with but it, he's not going to lose his job yeah. I think that's a bit it's of a damage control, sensationalist that's, that's approach I, I don't know much about Frank or what he did at Derby I feel Jody Morris is probably more key to implementing what Frank I think he's going to be the coach 
I, I don't know much about Lampard's background, whether because you know you have a coach and you have of a manager. Course, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know which one he fits into just yet, just because I don't know much about his background. But I think Mor- Jody Morris will be the one that will be doing the whole like coaching how he wants the team to be played. I, I, I understand that, guys, but Lampard is the face, so yeah. eventually the buck is going to fall with him, 100%. not Jody Morris. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So, so that's the point I'm trying to make. If they're in tenth place. In January, does Lampard keep his job? For me, he can't keep his job. I his position is untenable. I think he does. And to be honest, with the performance today, if you ask me who out of the two managers can I see what they're trying to implement, it'll be Lampard. Because I saw I, them playing passes. They were dominating the ball. I agree but, with that. Yep. But I said it to Budge when we were driving that what I saw from that Chelsea team is a team that reminded me of a top-level championship team. And let me tell you why. You know when a championship team comes to your home ground... And, no, 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 listen to my point. You know when a championship team comes to your home ground and they're one of the top championship teams and they play football, they're the best team in the championship and they play a beautiful style of play in the championship and then they come against a Premier League team and they've got no bite. They play good football until the final third and then in the final third, they're wasteful. And that's what I saw from that Chelsea team. Yeah, but I don't know, know how they're going to yeah, score like goals. Yeah, we know this though. Look at Giroud, Batshuayi. Tammy Abraham, these aren't guys that are going to get you a lorry load of goals. So how are they going to get results then? Because the defence is not good enough. They've got a band. But, but, I mean, but then that's the thing. is, I don't think you can blame that on Frank Lampard. Exactly, you can't. Because that's what's been left in his disposal mm. is Hazard had to be sold because Hazard's time was done. They have no striker. They haven't had a striker since Costa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what he's got. So in terms of that, that aspect of it, yeah, but, he's gonna have, but he's gonna his job is to, to get the best out of the players that he's got. I know it's one game, so I'm not going to jump the gun and say Lampard is shit because mm-hmm. I think he is a talented manager and I've seen what he's trying to do. But the thing is, what I'm trying, the point I'm trying to make is that if results are going wrong, the Chelsea faithful are going to turn on him. I don't I think, think so. I, I don't think so. No, I, I, think, dis- I, I think, disagree with that. I think there will I mean, be this a turn. Is a legend. I think you're forgetting what he achieved with the club. Several trophies as a player. This guy... He gets, he, he gets a bigger blight than, yeah. than, than yes. Asari would. If it's another manager, mm. yes, they'll be sacked. We know Roman Abramovich is history, but what Frank Lampard is trying to do, he's doing something that under you know Abramovich, no one's done before. This is an English manager. I agree. They're I in agree. an unfortunate set of circumstances. They can't sign anyone. So he's had a preseason. As you said, this is his first game. Let's not jump the guys. Oh, he's rubbish. No, no, he's I this and that. I don't think he's so rubbish. Let's and watch I, how it culminates. And I think also what will be interesting is... It, a lot of what he'll be judged on is how well those young players develop as well. Yes. So, mm. how well Mason Mount looks but in that, January. So, how that, good Callum Hudson... I think that will be... So, let's say Chelsea are seventh, but mm. Callum hudson is back and looks really good. Mason Mount looks like he's an established premiership player. Mm. Loftus-Cheek's back from his injury and is established centre midfielder. Um, that Reese James, who... Yeah, right back. Yeah, yeah, Lampard good. spoke about him today, said... Basically said, Aspie's gone... He's going to come in as soon as he's ready to come in. But guys, that's, I think, guys, that's the point I'm making. Are these players better than the players they have? Or is it because Lampard loves playing youth that they're going to get a chance ahead of experienced players? It's that's hu- the point I'm trying to make. Is Hudson-Odoi? 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. As to be dropped? Yeah. Uh, I yeah, think his time's done. done. Yeah, I think he's time. done. Physically, he's hit But he's one, he's one of the leaders in that camp. That's why you, you probably still keep, if you can, you still keep him in the camp. He doesn't necessarily start every game. You could, because Rhys James doesn't necessarily have to start every game either. So he's there as a mentor to Rhys James as Rhys James comes through and potentially takes that next role of the mm. right back. Even you could even usher him into centre-back. We've seen Azpilicueta do a centre-back role. And, and free, someone like he? Kurt Zuma, I mean, he looked like a rabbit in headlights <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah. I mean, I know he suffered a nasty ACL a few years yeah, ago, yeah. but he should not be playing in this Chelsea team. <laughs> Frank Lampard wants to play a pass in a possession-based team. 
I would rather play Tomori. Tomori's yeah, more but, suited to that style yeah, of football. Dej, I saw Tomori in the under twenty one tournament. And man, he was treating the ball like a ticket time bomb. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I also saw him in the championship. I know it's a lower level. He was bossing it, playing well. And yeah, to be yeah. honest, this Chelsea team kind of reminded me of Lampard's derby team. I remember watching them last season. They bossed the game against Aston Villa. But yeah, they ended up game. losing 4-0. That game, but yeah. that's like, the so point I was making. Like, they look like a top-end championship team. Not to be rude. Mm. I'm not trying to be rude. But exactly what you're saying is mm. the point I was trying to make. But I think we should talk about Man United a bit more. So. Yeah, yeah. I think Man United were... Again, the name of the game for them was, you know, counter-attack. Mm-hmm. In possession, I'm still not sure about Oli's philosophy. <laughs> but the name of the game was them win the ball back and play it forward and be direct. Mm-hmm. Penetrate, yeah. run. Anyway, Losa, I know you wanna you you wanna add. Yeah, no, that's why I think Chelsea were a bit naive in that mm-hmm. sense because obviously the first half they were trying to do what they was told, being coached, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then second half, um, as Nino was saying, they get to the final third, look a bit clueless. And I think that's where the second goal came about when Marshall scored. I think it was did Maguire win the header from the ball going over? Yeah, yeah. And then, I think McTominay might have played it to Pogba and then the one, two, whatever. Like, and then I think a minute later, they scored the third goal mm-hmm. from the exact same situation, losing the ball high up, long ball over the top, getting hit on the counter again. <laughs> like, you can't be doing the same three mistakes. It's naivety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's naivety, yeah. Like, someone's got to learn and be like, yo, like United are hitting us on the counter attack. Like, we need to like, drop deep a bit or whatever. I agree. Dad, what was the game? when Brendan Rodgers got pammed at Liverpool and it was very similar to that game. Nice football and then you lose 4-0. What game? Do you guys probably, remember? Probably Arsenal Emirates. Um, Tottenham or was it 6-1? The Stoke game? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I can't remember. I, can't I, remember. Think, I think it was it the game against Arsenal, Arsenal and, and that's what that reminded me of. that 4-1, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. When Ramsey scored that. Yeah. Was, it, was it that one? Yeah. But yeah, it's just... I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Obviously, it's the first game of the season. You can't really... Mm take too much from it obviously everything's got you gotta take things with a pinch of salt in it perspective yeah mm-hmm. exactly but yeah i don't know man chelsea gotta learn from their mistakes i think um just to touch on Maguire, i think I, i've seen everyone you know singing his praises i saw he was awarded the man of the match yeah i don't yeah. know whether i agree with that but i think Maguire showed me everything that i know about him already today like aerially, he's going to be dominant. Yeah, he's going to clean up the near post. Yep. Um, Man United defended in a low block. Um, so I'm not shocked by that performance. Where I have question marks over him is when you know you're playing against the Liverpool, you're playing against a Man City, you're even playing against a Leicester, his former club, where they're going to take the ball in those half spaces and they're going to say, Yeah, come, come out with me and I'm going to run at you. And that's where I think he's going to, you know, be found wanting. Um, they're trying to justify that he's worth eighty million. I'm not too sure about that. Mm, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't say Maguire's worth eighty million. But just, again, you can. Yeah, like the clubs the negotiate. With, the, yeah, the thing with transfer fees now, yeah. Obviously, eighty million now is not what it is back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like the average player today is probably going for like 40, 50 mil. As you see, like, what's that Newcastle centre mid that United wanted? Long slam, long slam, fifty mil. And how much was the world be? Forty mil. Yeah, exactly. Like. The average price now is 40 mil. So, obviously, you've got to take into account, obviously, like, the transfer fee is what... It's inflated. Yeah, exactly. Um, And, obviously, Maguire is better than all of the United centre-backs that they had at the time. Do you think he's clearly better than Lindelof? I think this is a question for Gaz. 
Um, I don't think he's necessarily much better. I think he just has uh, different qualities. He's a bit more physical. Because no. Lindelof is a good player. He reads the game quite well. He can pass the ball quite well. But Maguire had, brings that physical aspect. And I think he's a bit of a leader as well. Yeah. Not, yeah. And this yeah. is, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that I, I do not think he's worth 80 mil. Um, I think we're definitely overpaid. But he brings a bit of a leadership to the defence and to the, to the team. Mm-hmm. He can pass the ball really well. Mm-hmm. Aerially, as you said earlier, aerially he's actually really, really, really good really, in both really boxes good. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of defending, that's something we've lacked in terms of um, someone defensively and going forward in terms of uh, creating our own opportunities from set pieces and so on. He's really, really good at that as well. Um, so I think they could complement each other quite well. I'm disappointed Bailly got injured because I actually mm-hmm. really like Eric Bailly. Um, so I think he's an improvement on what we've got because I don't think Rojo's fancied at all. Yeah. Um, Zabi's just come back from the loan and he's still quite young. Mm. Uh, he's worth blooding in from time to time. So mm. as an overall purchase, it's not the worst thing ever. But I don't think he's worth 80 mil. We saw Randall White laughing. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah. so he's a, a bit harsh, but I get where he was coming from. He didn't look great at the... Uh, uh, what was the competition again? So yeah, I think it's an improvement. But then I think I said to you guys earlier as well, I was like, I said, to, um, I can't remember if I said it too, but okay, we've bought Maguire because he can play with the ball. But I sent him in because I want the ball other than Pogba. Mm. Yeah. So there's going to be that breakdown of having a ball playing centre-back good, but then it's always going to come back to the centre-back because McTominay is going to always look to pass it back. back. Pereira hides from the ball quite a lot, so we hide <laughs> behind other... I liked him as a youth player as well, but he hides behind other players when when we've got the ball when we're I, trying to... I like Mike Tomlin, I'm not going to lie. He's a good squad player. Mm, yeah. He does the basics, but he yeah, does we're going to go back quite to good. Maguire. I think he's a very, very astute purchase. I know he's not worth the 80 million, but again, he brings qualities that Man United haven't got. If we're looking especially. at Jones and Smalling, I'm sorry, that's an experiment that's gone wrong. <laughs> we, we were talking about them becoming the next Vidic and Ferdinand and, and they failed. We, we have to be honest. So, yeah. Maguire coming in, he's got that Premier League experience. Yeah. Mm. He's played at a decent level. He seems like he's got a good temperament. So, I think him coming in will mm. steady I, that offence. I think going off what you said, mm. sometimes you can't judge a window or a purchase, sorry, on the money you spent. Of course. Yeah. You, of purchase, course. You, judge the, you judge that transfer on what that player brings to of your course. team that you yeah, don't already have. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Sometimes you have to overpay to get something that you want. And it's obviously just United have a premium because... Because we're United, United and we're rich. And so, on top of the fact that he's English as well, so there's yeah. always... A there you go. Do you know also, what? Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to touch on Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's someone that I'm sure Gaz will be happy that he doesn't have to see Ashley <laughs> Young again. I mean, I saw Ashley Young full time. Or Valencia. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, is very, very good defensively. I know when he gets into attacking positions, you know... He's got a lot that he needs to learn. He's mm. not quite cultured, but this is skills that you can learn. I'd rather, I'm sure Gaz is a coach. He knows you rather a right back that can defend yes. and you teach him the attacking traits and, later on. And the thing is, I don't think he's like that bad going forward to the point where it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a counteract to what we're trying mm. to do. Yeah, I think because especially because he's got the physical capabilities of getting up and down, it then provides us with some a different aspect to our right wing that we haven't had. Mm. For a couple of years with Valencia, we used to play matter out wide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like he gives us a bit of direction down that side. And mm. of course, you can always learn um, how to sort of how to dribble past mm-hmm. players. I think he can definitely learn to be a bit more cultured in terms of going forward. So I'm not that worried about that. And he used to be a winger as well. He used to be a winger himself. So I'm so. not that worried about that as well. It's also similar to Ashley Cole. I, um, I can't remember what the, how it was, but when Ashley Cole came through, 
he wasn't that great a defender. So I know it's the reverse role. Mm-hmm. When he came through, he was actually quite good going forward and he learned how to defend as he got older. When he came to Chelsea, dude, this guy was the best left-back in the world by yeah. a mile. Yeah. Yeah. You can always learn how to add to your skill set as a footballer. But I think you can never stop learning. That's a human being. That instinct is to always yeah. learn. So, yeah. Just just touching on something that you mentioned a bit earlier, guys, um, when we're talking about Maguire, we're gonna wrap, we're gonna wrap up the uh, the United segment uh, in in cool. a little while. But what I wanted to ask, a bit of a curveball and a random question to okay. the table, is if United get top four and they concede fewer goals than they did last year, does Harry Maguire justify his price tag? Um, given yes. the fact that people, yes. we, we, I mean, we're all in unanimous agreement that mm. you know it's going to be City or Liverpool that are going to win a league. Yes. So it's about who can get top four, yes. right? Yeah. That's that's and and they're obviously in this restructure or whatever. So that's that's the next target, right? Mm. So does he justify it then? In, in I'm going to say he does. Um, I think he came out today after the game and was like, uh, United had two two clean sheets at home all game last mm. season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the first thing that he wanted to rectify. So obviously he's halfway to beating that tally already this mm-hmm. season, first game into the well, I think that shows that shows a lot about uh, obviously him saying it is a bit big time, but mm. fair play to him. But I don't I like the fact that as a defender, keeping clean sheets is something yeah. that's so important to you. It's a mindset rather than just a, something you can do because you're a good defender. It's yeah. also the mindset of wanting to defend as much as you can, as best as you can. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sorry to interrupt. Um, there. So yeah, obviously if he's He's been brought in to help steady the ship at the back, obviously along with Wan-Bissaka as well. Mm-hmm. Um, United conceded, I think, that 40, 50-odd goals last season. So if they go from conceding that to conceding like, relatively mm-hmm. not that amount, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's done his job essentially, exactly, exactly. and it's up to everyone else to produce mm. the goods as well. Okay, cool. And to round things up, I want you uh, to hear you, you guys um, rate... Um, given the fact that obviously we, this is our, third, our first podcast after the, the transfer window, we haven't had a chance to really speak about it. What would you rate uh, United's um, window out of ten? Five. Yeah. Why? Okay. Reason yeah. why? It's my view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, reason why. Like, is that the reason? Yeah. Is it um, because we didn't strengthen in other areas? Because you didn't rate the yeah. purchases? I just think it just says average all out, like. Maguire, yeah, good signing. Wan Bissaka, good signing. They addressed but two key areas that they needed to. Like we're going to see another striker. We're going to possibly see potentially two centre midfielders. Mm. Haven't seen that. Lost one of their best players in Lukaku. So how can I rate it anything higher than a five? I think I I agree with aspects of what you said. I think it's hard to to sort out all your issues in one window because the, cent- the United centre midfield issue has been an issue since. Ferguson, but yeah. the problem so was I don't think you can like. You should, I I'm, hear that, but in this before the um before the season finished, Oli came out and said there's going to be a massive clear out. I remember Dej ringing on about this clear out that's going to happen at Man United, <laughs> and I'm yet to see it. Is the window still open or what? Yeah, the window is still open. Funny, you know, <laughs> in Europe, yeah, but just not for the Premier League um, teams. No, yeah, in terms of that aspect, I because I, I have been a bit critical of him because I think he's he talks too much, man. He's always positive. It's, I'm tired of it. So what you think he talks jargons, basically? Yeah, he gives a lot of jargons. Um, but as a window, I'd say he's like a five or a six. Mm. Um, just issues that we needed to address right back, centre back. Mm. We still need two centre mids, as you said. So mm. just that. We need a right winger because Lingard isn't it. And he never will be it. When Mata can't play out wide for us either because he always cuts inside and he wants, wants to play in the central areas anyway. Um, 
And Rashford isn't a good, ever going to be a good right winger for us. So we need to address right wing. We still need two centre mids. Luke Shaw, I'm still... I've wanted to support him, but I I just don't know if he's it. I feel the injuries, I might have done, done something that he can't revive. So I, there's still issues for United to address, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I'll give the window a six. I mean, okay. Wan-Bissaka, he's a big upgrade on Ashley Young. Mm-hmm. I'm sure all Man United fans will agree with me on that. Yeah. Harry Maguire coming in. He's a slight improvement on what they've got already. I know they've lost Lukaku and they didn't replace him. So I'll give it a six because, again, you can't address all your problems in a window. Mm-hmm. We've seen it with Arsenal. So it's a great place to start from the back. Mm-hmm. And we saw that again today with the first clean sheet. Going forward, yeah, maybe definitely. in January and the next summer, you start looking at the midfield, get your wingers in. But I always like the slow, incremental improvements. Mm-hmm. I don't really like when teams had six, seven players. And the mm-hmm. way Man United have done it, I know Oli would have probably wanted another midfielder like a Bruno Fernandes. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's a six, a solid six. Okay. And Lozo, what's your view? Um, yeah, I think it's an average window. So like probably in and around four, five, six. Um, I agree with everything that everyone said. Um, I think the sale of Lukaku without being replaced mm-hmm. probably not going to be as much of a hindrance now. Mm-hmm. But later on in the season, I don't think Martial will probably stay fit for the whole season. He's likely to get an injury. Um, so obviously that's one of their key three players out of attack. And then they're going to have to rely upon the likes of Greenwood, Gomez mm-hmm. and that coming in. Obviously it's not fair on them, they're young. So like mm-hmm. they shouldn't have to have the burden of trying to carry Man United forward, you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, that's... But then there's also the thing. fact that's how young players make their name. Mm. Of course. He's, I wasn't trying to, like, criticize yeah. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... Um, even, even Rashford. Rashford that's came, how Rashford Because Martial, Martial got injured. Yeah, Rashford he made his name against Arsenal, to be fair. I remember that game. <laughs> we gave him a career. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that game. We gave him Kishoni gave him a career. Gave him a career. I never forget that day. That was one of the funniest games. MK was furious. (laughs) Hundred percent, man. Is is it possible for us to give Chelsea a rating out of ten for their transfer window? We'll be it with the band. Can can we? Can we? Can we? In terms of the 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 players that he's Lampard. In terms of recouping um, fee, probably. I'll give it a five. Um, I would have probably given it like a higher grade, maybe like a six or seven, if they appointed a better manager. I'm not saying that Lampard is shit, but I feel that there were better options that they would they could have got. In my opinion, <laughs> like who? Like who? Like who? Like who? He's, he's, he's sticking to his guns. Javi Gracia, Watford manager. I think he can do a job. Ooh, after mm. yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's one game, but yeah, I think yeah. I think they made the right appointment for the testing and trying conditions that they found themselves in. So. I know. I was thinking, although he's, I know he got the job because of his name, it is quite positive to see younger managers and coaches getting opportunities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like Carrick McKenna coming through as like assistant coaches at United, you've got Lampard at um, Chelsea. Chelsea. Mm-hmm. It is it is quite refreshing to see new faces, even though we know why he kind of got the job. Yeah. So, what do you give their transfer window, Chelsea's? Have they really had one? Um, Pulisic, Kovacic, Kovacic. Kovacic. was their last season, so does that really count? Um, yeah, just Getting because... Getting one of them now, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd say it's like a five or... No, a four. Yeah, I wasn't... Mm. Pulisic. So-so. Pulisic is so-so. I don't think he's better than what they've got, so... I think he's good, man. I think he's a good player. He's I good. think he'd be better yeah, than William. I think he's just good, though. I still think William... You see, with William, he's actually not a bad player. But so like, I'm not a fan of him. 
because I went United were linked with him and it was talking about taking Martial. I was like, no mm. way. <laughs> but I do think he gets a bit of harsh criticism only because I think there was times where Hudson-Odoi wasn't getting a chance because of Willian, Willian. and yeah. that was affecting mm. people's perspective of Willian. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. But even though I do get why, I'll start Hudson-Odoi over him. I think mm. when he comes back, he's going to be the, their main the, guy yeah. or one of the main guys there anyway. Fair point. Okay. So the other game of... Um, Super Sunday today was uh, Arsenal's away trip to uh, to Newcastle. Now, th- uh, it was certainly a talking point last season, um, Arsenal's away form, um, and ultimately what cost Arsenal the top four when we look at the, the results at the back end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think all Arsenal fans were looking at that game and were just hoping for three points, you know, whatever <laughs> way it came. Whatever way it came, if, if, if it was a 1-0 a scrappy win, if it went off someone's shin or toe or, or or knee whatever we just needed to get the three points obviously and start the season in a strong way we managed to get the get the one nil win courtesy of a a goal by a Bamiyang. Mm. um what what are you guys thoughts on 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 the performance on 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 the result um you know where where does that leave arsenal at this at this present moment in time I think that result, just get your result. This stage of the season, mm. the name of the game, get your three points. Yeah. I mean, I saw the early stages of the game. When I saw the 11s, I thought, hmm, Newcastle fancy their chances. Because mm-hmm. I know Arsenal included Reese Nelson and Willock as well. And yeah. To be honest, the game was lacking quality. <laughs> I mean, it was void of quality, void of ideas. Both teams were exchanging um, passes. Mm-hmm. Um, Newcastle under Steve Bruce. <laughs> I mean, they tried, but again, the quality was lacking. Yeah. Let's be yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, I thought they had more possession than what they would have had under Benitez. They seemed to be a bit more attacking. And we saw the new centre-forward. You know, mm. it was getting into the game, having Dave, half chances. Do you yeah, Attacking. it was getting into the game. Nah, man, Newcastle. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. That's what I'm trying to say. They're terrible. And I think, but they did try I'll and attack. And, if, don't and I think that's why Benitez was actually so good for them because he knew they weren't good enough to mm-hmm. be <clears throat> an attacking side. But we always know he's like one of the most ta- best tactical coaches in in the world in terms of when he wants to drill a team to beat a team, he will mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. And I think he they overperformed under him because of his ability as a coach. And I think they may struggle under Steve Bruce. Because I think it's rude how they gave this guy this whole new transfer budget and didn't give Benitez nothing whilst he was there. But apparently Benitez didn't rate the centre forward. Like they wanted to sign him under Benitez and he was like, no, I want Rondon. So Let's be I watched that Joe Lington today and he played like a DM. He was like <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he was in the box for two minutes and the only time he got into the box, he actually had a header on goal, which mm-hmm. went wide in the first half. But I'll be shocked to see, you know, to see three worst teams in this Newcastle team. I think, let's be honest, Steve Bruce, he's, he's a fish out of water. Of course, if we're we all totally know he's not a and Premier League manager. When I look at that Newcastle team, I just think that they haven't replaced the quality that they had in Rondon and Perez. Mm. Like, those are... Cl- Two clutch players yeah. that will get you out of jail, like mm-hmm. against a shit team. Mm-hmm. I like that Maxman. He he looked good. He did yeah. look good, but again, mm-hmm. he looked more like a dormitory <coughs> type, where yeah, he's gonna be miss. dangerous, but he's not yep. gonna have that final mm-hmm. end product mm-hmm. to you know potentially like score a goal or assist a goal. And I mean, I think it's because he has to wear that Slazenger headband instead of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think 
in terms of like regarding Arsenal, I think that's a great win. You're never going to play well in the opening game of the season, especially mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. at atmosphere at like St. James's Park. You know, that's always going to be a you know hostile kind of game. Mm-hmm. It's all about just getting your three points and literally getting the fuck out of there because <laughs> you can yeah. easily come yeah. unstuck. Yeah. Easily. That's the name yeah. of the game. And those are the sorts of games around week 35, week 36 mm. when they're fighting for their lives. That becomes a proper game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like exactly. for City or Liverpool, you rather face them now. Get your three points and get out of yeah. there. And Arsenal, let's be honest, I won't really judge them on that performance because we know there's some players in there. <coughs> in Emre's best team, they're not going to get in. I like we've still got up, Pepe. We've still got Ceballos. We've got Lacazette to be bedded in. So that mm-hmm. game wasn't a real true reflection of Arsenal. And they still looked a bit you know, vulnerable defensively. Mm-hmm. But again, you've got David Luiz to come in. Will yeah. he be the right replacement? That's I'm not sure personally. Like, to be fair, I think in the second half, they defended like almost perfectly. I don't think they gave Newcastle any encouragement. Newcastle were trying to hit the long ball and mm. literally like Arsenal had two defenders just covering space so mm. they didn't win any second ball. So mm. I think Arsenal played that game in terms of like defensively really well. Yeah, but that's to be expected. These are the teams. First 15, It's not 20... to be expected. Yeah, it is, Arsenal, it is. they yeah, conceded let, 51 let, goals. Yeah, let me get my point not. across. What I'm trying to say is first 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. that's when a team, they've got full energy. What Arsenal done, they beat the life out of them. Mm-hmm. So last 20, 25 <laughs> minutes, yeah. what, last 20, 25 minutes, they had no energy. Nothing. And that's yeah. how you manage your games. Fair play. Um, so, guys, I want to come to you on this one. Um mm. Dej mentioned something earlier. He was talking about, obviously, certain first-team players weren't playing for Arsenal. Um, and there's, there's going to be, obviously, a, a period of time where some of these guys need to be bedded in. There were two players in particular that he mentioned, which are young players at uh, Arsenal, which, you know, it, it looks like uh, Emery is, is going to give a chance to this mm-hmm. season in, um, Nelson. In, in, in Nelson and, and in Willock. Um, so, do, do you do you do you, do you uh, are you confident that they're going to get minutes this this season? And do you think that they're going to have an impact on that Arsenal team? Um, I think when they're at full strength, I don't think they will be regular starters. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know Emery's history too tough, but from what I know, I don't know if he's a regular blooder of young players. Mm. I think that they need a chance, though. They need to be given opportunities to play. So. 25 minutes off the bench for Nelson is a progress on what he was getting last season because mm-hmm. he was on loan. He went to Germany, didn't he? Yeah. Um, starting the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Starting the odd game against Newcastle would do no harm to his mm-hmm. development mm-hmm. as a player. Mm-hmm. You need those opportunities. And you may not get the performance you want from him straight away. So today, people not, may not have been blown away by I him. I think he played well, guys. You know? No, no, I'm not I saying that he didn't. I'm just yeah. talking like not everyone would yeah, say, yeah, oh, yeah. wow, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. compared to, I don't know, Hudson Odoi who just... Yeah, might have burst yeah, yeah, to get yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, given a chance, these boys can do something positive. But then the thing is, Arsenal still need to fit in Lacazette, mm-hmm. Young, uh, the boy they got from Madrid, uh, Rice. They've got a lot of Pepe still mm-hmm. to fit in. So there's a lot of talent there. Mm-hmm. Ozil, Mkhitaryan, there's a, and these are seasoned guys. So. Mm. Tierney as well, coming w- back in. So Brilliant mm-hmm. acquisition. Really, yeah. What's your thoughts <laughs> on him? Oh, good player, man. Really, really good player. Good left foot, good delivery. Um, likes to get up and down. Engine, yeah. He, um, people compare him to Robertson, even though I know they're both Scotsmen, but there, apparently there are a lot of comparisons. Between yeah, there the have been. I like him a lot. And, I, I and, and Robertson even talked him up quite a bit. 
He's a good um, player. Really good addition. I think it's something they needed to address as well because Monreal's coming to the end of his time. Mm-hmm. Kolas- Kolasinic. Kolasinic is... Nah, fighting crime. Yeah, he's basically... <laughs> he's, ba- <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he, he's basically a bouncer. <laughs> he's a bouncer for a nightclub. So they've addressed particular issues really well. I still think Arsenal, you probably need another wide, another wide man at some point. Mm-hmm. And the central midfield areas. I'm still not convinced about Jacko, but yeah, he's, he's terrible. But, Even uh, I don't, I don't, to I don't think they're well. going to need Jacko once if they start uh, playing Luisa. Because what is the need for Jacko if Luis can I do all the that. play I agree. and then I agree. that he can do? Mm. <laughs> um, Torreira is a good player, though, so it'll be interesting. I know he sort of fell off towards the back end, but he's a good player. So yeah. Whilst we're on the topic of transfers, I think it's a, a great question to ask. What do you rate Arsenal's transfer window out of ten? Then, guys, I think they've had a really good one. I'd say it's a seven. I yeah. say I'll give it eight and a half. Okay. Yeah, I reckon probably eight, eight, nine. I'll give it eight, but I'm still not convinced about the David Luiz. But when you think about it in the sense that you've got Saliba to come next season, mm. so David Luiz for a season, it's not too bad, but I've still got my doubts no, I think over his defensive. I think Gary, Gary Neville made a good point today. He was saying that like Arsenal historically for the past 10 years have lacked characters and there's no bigger character than a David Luiz type. Mm. He's a leader and he will bring leadership to, to Arsenal and that's what they need. And mm. I think his defensive mistakes are sort of over overplayed. Yeah. I don't think I they're as common as people make them out to be no. but when they happen they're like they're, the, like they're really bad, bad. so yeah. that's why in people's mm. minds are mm. like is he really reliable? Most of the 90% of the time you're getting right, a really good got, player. He's got a stigma. It's just that he's got that Odd mm. moment, you're like, fucking hell, David, what yeah, are you doing? Yeah. Like? <laughs> so, yeah. I'm still not convinced he's the long term solution. No, but, at but, 32, no, nah, he's not, I don't think. But, but yeah, the sorry. thing with it is, um, obviously, Emre knows him from mm. his time at PSG, PSG, so he'll know exactly what type of defender you're getting. Because mm-hmm. there was talks about Arsenal getting Umbacano from Leipzig. Yeah. But this is like a low risk signing. And mm. yeah, if you're going to. Prem experience. Me, yeah, exactly. Definitely. So think, if you're going to yeah. ask me to judge their window, I'll give it an eight. I would have probably liked to see Iwobi stay because I think he can be like a understudy to like a Pepe. Mm-hmm. Pepe is probably the only player that Arsenal have got right now that once he gets on the ball, like the fans start standing. What about Mkhitaryan as well, Dej? Oh, come on. Well, this, this <laughs> I think we're starting to see the tread on the tyre with Mkhitaryan. Like, he's, he's someone that's past his best now. And I think that's the thing with what you said about um, Iwobi. I think Nelson, I think Nelson has a high ceiling. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I think that's that. maybe why where he's been let go of because and I th- yeah, I think it's a clear I, indicator I, that, I, that he's gonna give um you, Nelson minutes. Yeah. I agree, but is he better than him right now? No, but then how will he ever be if you don't yeah, give him that don't. chance? It's uh, more of a thing of mm. your playing the long term long term game rather than no, no, what he can do you. now. So yeah. Mm. Um, we'll see though, it'll be interesting. What about you, and, Budge? and I also think I mean to recoup that kind of fee for uh, Awobi. Yeah, but Butch, mm. I, 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 I just can't Sam. see. Yeah. I, was, I was speaking to Sam, but he was saying that that is a standard fee now. Jonington left for forty million. No, but if you if you look at Arsenal's recent business, it's good for oh, them. It's not even just They're recent, like, Loso. It's he's the he's the most expensive player we've ever sold. Really? Yeah, mm. he's the most expensive player we've ever yeah, so ever. This sold. is a new market, Butch. <laughs> like this, you because you guys are letting players go on a free, but this is a new market. I don't know. I, I I think with all things considered, when you when you weigh up, it's still good money. It's, way. it's 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 good money. It's good money, man. And and of course, there are a load of different factors that would have um that ultimately would have decided that 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 decision um for us to let him go. Um, 
like I said, the the, the value for the, uh, for for what we got for him, the fact that we've got young players in Reese Nelson that, that that's coming through. We don't want to you know st- uh, stunt his growth. Um, and I just I just think it's 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 a, a sign that we're moving in the right direction. As much as I like Awobi, it the ruthlessness of the board and and what they've shown this this transfer window mm. is for me the the most important thing. Um, we we addressed key issues in terms of some of the things that we've been crying out for so long for. We addressed, and even when we talk about the the David Luiz thing, I I agree in that I don't think he's a long term solution, but it's the fact that we were ruthless in when I compare this regime to the previous regime there were so many deals that we would diver on for so long mm. are we going to sign him are we not are we and then it, ultimately it, it, it results in nothing mm. this time it was we clearly need to get a center half okay we couldn't get our first choice mm. so we are going to do whatever we can to make sure we get a body in mm. and and we got louise in do you know what i mean and mm. i think in under the previous regime that would have never happened so for me, there are clear signs that we're, we're, we're moving in the right direction. Honestly, Don Raul needs a statue outside of that stadium <laughs> because what he managed to do with £45 million pounds, I, is unreal. That is che- that is proper negotiating. Boy, are, are we praising Arsenal for acting like a normal club? Because Yeah, because yeah. we haven't been for a very long time. <laughs> so, yes, we are. Uh, it's progress. I'll agree. It's progress, and to be honest, like, we're talking about Man City and Liverpool at the top in terms of recruitment. And this is a step in the right direction mm-hmm. for Arsenal. It's going to take a few more transfer windows yeah. for them to be, you know, named alongside those um, sorts of clubs. But again, as you said, they addressed all of their key issues. Mm-hmm. They even got £40 million pound for Iwobi. I think mm-hmm. Iwobi wanted to leave because his preference was to play a more central role central. that he plays for, like Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and obviously, yeah, yeah. he's been pushed to the wide. And I think Marco Silva's promised him that role. So I think that's why he left. And getting £40 million, wow. That's, it, it, uh, works it, it works yeah, for everyone. It works for everyone, honestly. Because even Everton, they seem like they're on the up as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like, was it nil-nil? No. But generally speaking, it looks like they've tried to purchase and they've got a lot of money so I think Arsenal win that win from that um, Everton win from that good move for everyone I hope he gets to play where he wants to play yeah yeah. happy days happy days okay cool so let's move on to City now (coughs) they obviously uh, won in emphatic fashion yesterday they're winning the league away from home given also (coughs) the league is theirs give us a chance guys the league is theirs the thing about it is you know we we, we spoke um, quite uh, a, a lot last season about you know a group of teams that we feel given the investment and the direction that they're moving in are ones to watch out for this season. And, and West Ham are definitely among, uh, you know, among that group. Yeah. Um, Cause they look like they're, 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 they're making really, really uh, smart signings. They, they, they have a philosophy clearly they, in terms of the kind of players that they're trying to recruit. Um, and, and, and so for, for City to win, of course we know City uh, is the strongest, arguably, uh, team in the league but to win in in that kind of fashion away from home opening game of the season we already mentioned today that you know the the, the first game of the season is is you're never going to play your best football mm. it's going to be difficult so for them to pull off a win like that is is is, 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 is you know do you know what it is, is with them they didn't look like they had just come back from pre-season no. they look like they just finished off from last season back just, last yeah. just come yeah. back in and same again mm-hmm. I think that goes back to Pep and the coaching and they, they know what he wants and he knows what they want and it mm. works for them so well. So I was really impressed, but I'm not surprised. It's, it's, yeah. it's shitty, isn't it? I was quite upset about that game because I think West Ham actually played kind of decently. Mm. 
But my only problem with West Ham is that, like, it seems Pellegrini just played players for playing sakes. Like, mm-hmm. you can't start Wilshere, Lanzini all together in the same team. It just doesn't make sense. You get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So I think once they found a balance in terms of, like, the best 11, I think they're going to do really well because mm-hmm. they did look dangerous. And they had yeah. quite a few chances against Man City. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, uh, as you say, <laughs> Man City, they're relentless, man. Yeah. They're a real, real juggernaut. I mean, West Ham, I mean, they've played them what? Three, four times in that new stadium, they yet to score a goal. Spank Minimum them. four nil spankings. Spank I mean, Pellegrini, <laughs> he must be sick of the sight of them. But yeah, if we're anal- analyzing City's performance, I think it was dominating the football we saw. Rodri, mm. he looks like a real good acquisition. Mm. You know, he gets the ball, knits it out. Yes, I don't think it was great yesterday. He gave it the ball yeah. away yeah, a few yeah, times. Of course, those are yeah. teething yeah. issues. Yeah. As a new player in the Premier League, we saw it last season with Fabinho. I mm. mean, you need to... You have to adjust to the pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the yeah. first game, you could see that he fits yeah, into the side. Th- that's what I was saying. When I made the point that I've been watching them in pre-season and I can see he's going to need time. And obviously, Miguel slammed me on the podcast saying that, like, never done the pre-season. <laughs> yeah, you can't. <laughs> but I-, I can see that straight away that he's going to need six to eight weeks to adapt to the rigours of the Premier League. But as you were saying... Yeah, I yeah. Think, well, I think CEO you... good enough for him to get that time. No, of course. And of plus, course. he doesn't need... They've got Dino who can just slot in anyway. So it's not like he needs to be played every game. Whereas if it was United and you had brought Rodri into play, we he it could be much more of a problem for us mm. because we haven't got the structure to support that. City, mm. they've still got a brilliant system which works with them. They've got world-class players alongside that. So I think he'll be okay just because they've got a good structure around them. One man I just want to shout out um, yesterday, Riyad Mahrez. Oh, what a performance. The best performance that we've seen from him in the Manchester City yeah. goal mm-hmm. shirt. He had a hand in all of the goals. His passing was great. I mean, at Leicester, we saw him praised for like his ability to cut in on that left foot and score. Mm-hmm. But this performance had the whole package. I mean... With Sane being out with that nasty yeah, looking knee injury, course. that was a real grotesque one. Months, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So Riyad Mahrez really, you know, put his head above the parapet and said, "You know what? I'm here to be relied on. Mm. I'm going to deliver for the City team, and mm. I know I need to step up to the plate." And here I am. He's had his year to adjust as well, hasn't he? Yes. So it's like now is the time for you to really step up, Cause especially because I think with Bernardo Silva, he's better centrally. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I've done a few. What you agree? Guys. I agree. Yeah. So I, I think agree. It, yeah. there's a spot there for him mm-hmm. to really take. Like David Silva's been phased out. I know you got the captaincy, but yeah, phased out. Even last season. Yeah. 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 Even to be fair to David Silva, I think he's pretty lucky to be still starting in that eleven. Because when I watch him play, he's not the same player anymore. Oh, he's no, not, yeah, he's, yeah. I love him. He's probably my favorite player ever. Like. Mm-hmm. Outside of Liverpool to play in the Premier League, mm-hmm. but I agree with you. I'm seeing the tread on the tires. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely, I see it, and I think that's why Bernardo comes in and takes, that, and then that's that that opens the spot for Riyad Mahrez to really mm-hmm. make that his own, especially now Sane's out. Um, so yeah, I think he played really well. How much of a blow do you think <coughs> Sane being out I, for, for for that long is is going to be? I think it's going to be a big blow. Um, yeah. Simply because obviously you got Sterling, who's Sterling, he can pretty much do any and everything Pep wants from him. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Sane, I think he adds, like, I, w- I wouldn't call it an X factor, but... He's really direct. He's, yeah. Like, mm. he's he's just got that, I'm going to drive at my fullback, or I'm going to drive at the heart of you, like, whether I lose the ball or not, really this ball is going into yeah. that final third. Mm. I agree. Um, and I don't think, obviously City are City, they have the players to get into the final third, that's not a problem, but, like, they'll pass it, pass it, pass it around. I don't think Sane is as robotic yet as the rest of the other players are. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, mm. I think that injury is a bigger injury than Kevin De Bruyne. The, the, wow, the reason okay. why I'm, I'm not saying that Sane is more important to them or mm-hmm. he's the better player, but they're one attacking injury away from... If Sterling gets injured, yeah, let's say for six weeks, they're in big trouble because it changes the whole dynamic of the squad. Mm-hmm. That means Bernardo Silva or Riyad Mahrez are going to have to play on the wrong side. So if you're putting Mahrez on the left, he's out of position. Bernardo, we know that, yeah, he's still good on the right, but he's better centrally. Mm-hmm. And then they lose that pace in behind. Mm. So mm. it's a real span in the works, that injury. But I think even with those injuries, let's say those injuries do happen, I think this City side is so clear-head that against your West Ham's, against your Newcastle's, they yeah, can still that, patch you, together you, you, you an 11 to win like, the game. I agree, but let's be honest, like Man City's main source of goals, like Sterling is now getting up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in terms of, if you see Man City go 1-0 up, you immediately think it's Sterling now. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say? So if he gets injured, they're in big trouble because you lose Sane, you lose Sterling. That's mm. automatically the pace in behind gone from the team. And very quickly, they can become predictable because we all know what's going to happen when they play the <coughs> game. It's just going to be Mares cutting infield, Bernardo Silva cutting infield, mm. Kevin De Bruyne playmaking. Bernardo, you've got too much muchness. It's too much of the mm. same. Yeah. So they need one of those players on the pitch at all times to be as effective as possible. That's my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm. But as I said, I think this Man City squad is so versatile. I mean, the cameras pan to the substitute bench and they're stacked. (laughs) Like an all-star. Yeah, man. Probably one of the best benches you've ever seen. I think Jose said he thinks that they could compete for the title. Like, if they had an A-side and a B-side, he thinks Mm. the B-side could at least compete, which is like... <laughs> to be fair, I reckon their their second team would definitely get top four. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and that's the point I'm making that they've yeah. got like all the that, if, that, that depth. If their 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 second team was guaranteed no injuries for 38 games, they're definitely touching top four easy. And when you look at it as well, Raheem Sterling, I just want to big him up as well. I mean, that guy, the way he's developed over the past two years, we've seen a different array of finishing. Mm. His temperament, I mean, he's just becoming the full package and. As Dot said, he he's fastly becoming the most important person yeah. for this Manchester City side. And I think mm. that Cancelo signing is kind of like a game changer. I know he's everyone, gone under the radar a little I bit. I think everyone all. talks about Rodri, but Kyle Walker yesterday, whew, mm-hmm. that's probably the best performance I've seen from him in a Man City team. Even mm-hmm. against Liverpool, me and Dej had the privilege of being at the game. I mean, he was storming through. Mm-hmm. Remember, Dej, mm-hmm. he put... Raheem Sterling won away. He literally ran the whole pitch, remember? Yeah, and he ran up beside him as well. I mean, yeah. That guy, it's like he's on drugs. Yeah, but as Dot said, that performance yesterday was... I said in a previous episode that he only had one assist from last season. This season, he's equaled that. And the way he's going... I mean, sometimes that's what you need in life when you think, hmm, this position's mine. I just got to turn up for training. Sometimes you need that kick up the arse. And it seems to have given him that. And... I don't like. I don't know how Man City lose. When I'm watching them, I'm thinking, how do you actually lose? Mm. And now um, VAR has been implemented. A lot of the time, when you see Man City losing, you see that typical glitchy kind of game Jammy, where, like, yeah. offside or yeah. crackerjacker or silly penalty. Those things are going to be eradicated with VAR, so I cannot actually see them losing to anyone outside of the top six. But, but I think also... I think that works both ways, you know. Yep. Um, in terms of even yesterday, we saw it. Was it one or two times that they had the disallowed goal? So we had the Jesus go at 3 0, I think it was, mm-hmm. where Sterling was a judge just a little bit offside. So I think smaller teams, or not smaller teams, like the other teams in the league could probably get away with it. 
mm. on the other hand as well. I would mm. agree with that because Man City, they play a game of margins. Mm. Just backs. onside, cutbacks. Cut mm. mm. I think, as you said, like other teams will benefit from that as well. And, mm. you know, obviously VAR... I hate it. Gonna, okay, I hate yeah, it. I'm just going to say... Is that only me? Is that only me? I'm an old-fashioned. I'm a dinosaur. I don't know. I don't like it. That was a good segue. I'm not going to lie. That was a good segue. I like it. The reason why I like it, but what I want for it from it is to get the right decisions mm. and get it in a timely manner don't stop the game Dej, don't the leave problem us in the is lurch. referees are implementing rules that they don't even understand mm. you get what I'm of, trying of to course, say of course it's still in its embryonic I mean, stages we're still there's going to be teeth in problems but the aim and the hope was because it was implemented in Spain Germany Italy before was that they were going to get the problem the with the glitches yeah, once yeah, it comes exactly. into the Premier League yeah. we're going to get the refined yeah, version the, yeah. the explanation behind VAR was clear and obvious mistakes mm. I mean Man City had a goal ruled out yesterday for someone's shoulder being offside is that clear and obvious? No but Come that's on. why we brought in the technology uh, like yeah, but it has said, to be perfect yeah, but I agree but it's a clear and obvious that's what they brought in for yeah is that clear and obvious? Yeah, I think but if they is. go for a VAR goal check and it's showing your shoulders off, then but you're that's, not clear, that's not a clear and obvious mistake. But that's, that's the, the point I'm trying to make. The technology to be, is perfect. I saw someone make a tweet. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Oliver K or someone like that. But come on, like it's millimeters. Mm. Why are we nitpicking? What what happened to the benefit of the doubt? It's gone out of the game. At the same yeah, time, though, if that was a costly yeah. Champions League final, mm. if, and that was your team on the receiving end, I'm taking it. Guys, I swear, go accept it. No, if it's against you, yeah, yeah, I'll accept it. I'll nah, accept it. Nah. Champions League final. I'll accept nah, it. I'll Champions accept League it. final. I'll accept it because nah, I know that no Liverpool have benefited nah, from so nah, many good decisions. I, 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 I don't buy that. If that was Kane, if that was Kane, if you're bringing in that, no way. No, no, you're bringing in technology. You have to take it with all of its glory. Yeah. As I said, my two remits for it. Get the right decision and do it in a timely manner. Mm. If that happens, yeah, then I'm all good I, for it. I don't understand because I think there was a decision today. They were looking to see if there was a potential foul outside of the box. And I remember yesterday in the Tottenham-Aston Villa game, Jack Grealish was impeded on the edge of the box and it culminated in Tottenham scoring no VAR. It's not consistent. That's why I don't like it. And as you said, there's going to be teething issues. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, when you implement something new... and. Let's be honest, this is game-changing for football. Mm. Football's never going to go back. Yeah. So while we're implementing it, there's going to be problems, there are going to be mistakes. Mm. But as long as we can keep those to a minimum, get the right decisions, do it in a timely manner, then I'm cool. Yeah, but Dej, the thing is, like, you, you can't even enjoy a goal anymore. The thing is, you're not... You, you that, that, that's, that's, that's one of the cons. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like a kill like, goal. It's a kill goal. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. You're praying, you're praying, please. Come on, This is not the game that I love. Thing is, I hear. I think I hear you. You lose the aspects of like, I guess the spontaneous aspects of like, is it a goal? Mm-hmm. Not is it a goal, but it's a goal. It's we a don't goal. know, but yeah. it's a discussion. Mm. You miss the aspects of the discussion yeah, the, the next morning and all, and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. However, life is just moving on, and in life is like technology mm-hmm. based to the point where everything we do is te- we need technology. So I think football is just moving along with that. With mm-hmm. And I know I'm not saying I agree or that I'm happy with it, but if it means the right decision is made. I'm with it. You just even have if, to accept um, it. And, and, even and, if it's a shoulder thing away. In tennis, we love tennis. Mm. If the margins, ball just a fraction out. Margins. You can't just say you've got to include that's that. That's done so. in a timely manner, man. I, I just think, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm old-fashioned. Maybe I'm a dinosaur. Maybe you guys <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't buy it, but it is what it no, is. I get it. I get it. Views. You know, some people like it. Some people be against it. But we just got to accept it because yeah, it's part of the game now. And I don't think it's going to go anywhere. So. No, and I think it gives... Referees the excuse to be lazy now. 
because they've got VAR protecting them, I don't really need to do my job to the best of my ability because VAR is going to save me. I'm not a fan. No, yeah, but the they, they, they still got, the they still got, they still yeah. got to make the call at the end yeah. of the day, though, isn't it? Um, I'm definitely for VAR, man. Yeah, man. Referees, we've definitely, been crying definitely out. For oh, it, this referee yeah. made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're getting it, the help. That, that, yeah, that, so it gives them help. Done. Everyone it, in the yeah. game says referees need as much mm. help as they can get. Mm. Now this is the help that's being put at their disposal. Yeah. So let's roll with Make it. Make use of it, yeah, man. Fair point. Okay, I wanted to wrap up this part now just with two final questions. One is like a 1A, 1B kind of question. And that is on the topic of um, Sergio Aguero. So 1A is, is Pep starting to phase him out? No. And B is, is Gabriel Jesus an adequate replacement for Sergio Aguero in the long term? No. <laughs> if, if you're asking, is Pep starting to phase Aguero out? Um, as Dot said, me and him went to Wembley last week. Mm. We saw Aguero limping. I don't think he's fully fit. I don't mm. think he's fit at all. So, mm-hmm. obviously, if he's not fit, Pep's not going to play him because yeah, they play yeah, a system course. where it's pressing. Yeah, yeah, you need to be. I think it's like, been yeah. a bit of a marriage of convenience. I don't think Aguero is naturally suited to Pep, he's not. but he's having to learn how mm. to play on these um, tutelage. I think he's done well to do it. Yeah. Definitely, he Especially showed the from open the first mind. season when Pep came in and Pep just didn't like him at all. Mm. And he realised that Guerrero's getting me these goals. He's yeah. winning me this title. I have to... I think he let go of his pride. Yeah, yeah. He let go of his they pride both, with that. They both yeah. met in the Sorry. middle somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They both yeah. made a compromise. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, is Jesus an adequate? I think uh, against 17 of the Premier League teams, yeah. he's perfectly that. fine. I, that. I think in the big games... Yeah. Not so sure. Not to say that he's not a good player, though. Because he is. He's a good player. Mm. I think he's a good backup player for City as well. Um, I just don't... He's not, he's not Aguero level. Yeah. If you're comparing the two, he's not an Aguero level so player. So what do you think his ceiling is as well? Because when he first came to the Premiership, I remember Danny Murphy saying, this is the best thing he's seen <laughs> since Lionel Messi. And obviously, he's had a few mm. years... Jesus. Yeah. No, 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 his, remember. his first game, he was... No, he was no, on do some... Not, do you know what's mad, yeah? In Brazil, he looked really good. I, I've, for for Brazil, he's yeah. actually sick. Like mm-hmm. even at the um, the Copa, him and Firmino looked really, mm-hmm. really good together. But yeah, I don't know. I think Pep's system it suits him and it doesn't suit him at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it hinders him from like expressing himself. Where we saw it, um, him at Brazil, like he can mm-hmm. do pretty much as he wants to a certain extent. Whereas with Pep, I don't think he has that same freedom. Yes, it's very positional yeah. based, isn't it? You're, mm. you're expected to be at a certain place at a certain time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, and his role predominantly is to be in and around the 18-yard box and basically be a poacher to a yeah. small extent. Yeah. Mm. So that's what's required of him. Can he do that to... The thing is, he could actually just be a poacher for them and get 25 yeah, goals a season just easy. because of the setup the City have. Play, yeah. mm. In those final margin games of the Liverpools and the Champions League semi-finals, quarter-finals, are you going to get away with it? Yeah. Mm, there was even, you touched on it, Pocha. I mean, there was jibes going on that he's the Brazilian Chicharito. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not I, mean, I, I, think that's, I think that's harsh. I, mean, yeah, I wouldn't quite go along with that, but I just said, like. Yeah. Agenda, agendas, yeah. agendas have to run, innit? Yeah, that's what people say. You know, agendas have to run. In and around the box, it. he's dangerous, but I look at it from a centre back's point of view. When you're playing up against a Gabriel Jesus for Van Dyke, you'll think, you know what, I'll get change out of him. Whereas if it's a Sergio Aguero or another striker, mm. you think, you know what? Oh, he needs a yard. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. a, is he adequate replacement? No, I don't think so in the long term. He's a good player though. Let's, let's yeah, yeah. Make yeah, yeah. He's a very good player. 
I think it's just more to you know Aguero how good he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair point. Okay. And if you were to rate City's transfer window out of ten, what would you give it? I'll give it. Uh, I think their their transfer window has been underrated. I'll give it a nine. They plug the gaps. They're complete. I'd go. Right. I'd go like eight. Not only because I don't think they needed much work. There's that. They haven't replaced company. Oh yeah, I'll give it eight. I'll give it eight. Give it an eight. Um, the centre backs now: Laporte, Stones, Stones, Stones and Osamendi, and, and Mangala. Is Mangala? Yeah, Mangala. Are you going to get that one in, boy? <laughs> yeah, I'd say eight. I'd say eight. Um, just because I think they lack a bit of experience. Osamendi's experience, but I I can't rely yeah, on him. No. So I do think there's that. You're right. But then I like Rodri. He replaces Dino long-term. And Fernandinho is a superb footballer. Mm. Um, uh, obviously, they bring in the right-back, Cancelo. Mm. They, brought in that, they brought their left-back. Angelino. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they don't really need... I think long-term, they need another centre-back and potentially a striker. Um, those are the two weaknesses. So I'd say like mm. an eight. I'd say an eight. I'll give the window an eight. I think Vincent Company. this... <laughs> Him leaving might have a role to play later on in the season. Mm-hmm. I think what this guy brought, not just as a player, but as a leader, mm. I don't think anyone in that City team can replace it. Mm. I mean, you could see last season, he basically won City the title. Mm. The way he comes out after games and his mentality, everything yeah, about yeah, the yeah. man, you think... You this can guy, tell yeah. Back, back, yeah, behind the scenes, he's mm. really, really doing mm. doing a lot. A leader. 100%. Mm. What about you, Loso? What, what's your rating out of 10? Uh yeah, I think probably like a, a seven, a eight. I don't think they had much weaknesses to address to begin with. Um, obviously, Carl Walker needed his competition, his mm-hmm. kick up the ass. Um, they brought in Rodri because Fernandinho. You saw last season when he doesn't play, they look more vulnerable mm-hmm. at the back. Um, so yeah, and obviously they just done it with swiftness. Like they don't. Oh, that's the one thing with them. Efficient. As soon as you see a link with City with a player, you know, in the next week or two, it's getting done. Mm. It's not dragging out. They're really efficient, man. Negotiating prices. We're going to give you this. You're going to accept it. If you don't, we're going to walk away as you saw with Maguire. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Mm. they don't get bullied into this negotiating thing. So, either you accept it or we'll just find them. We'll find someone else. And their alternative is equally as good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so yeah I think a 7-8 the only weak point for me for City is their centre-backs I think the three centre-backs if you compare it with a Tottenham or Liverpool are there three choices or four choices better I'm not sure I say Laporte is the one certainty the other two I like Stones but I still think he needs to iron out he needs to iron stuff out of his game Otamendi is decent in comparison to Vertonghen I like Vertonghen personally in comparison to uh, a really good player. Yeah. United should have got him, really and truly. Um, or try to. Yeah, yeah. 25 um, mil. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so that's the question. Like, if you compare their centre-backs around Tottenham, Liverpool, not are the they really superior? I I'm not think, sure. I think the Le one Le thing... I think Laporte is... Yeah, 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 as a player. Le I'm Le talking Le as, a whole package, as a whole as a three or four. I think City probably get away with it more because their centre-backs are not going to be as vulnerable as the other teams. Yes, because they got the ball, yeah. Because they just keep the ball. So the only time they're gonna get got at is against like top sixteen against against you lot yeah. really. Mm. If I'm honest, yeah, it's only for me. Yeah. It's only really Liverpool that give them issues, mm-hmm. and maybe in the Champions League, depending on who they come up against. Mm. Um, so I think they'll be they may just be able to get away with it. Exactly. Mm. So if you can get away with it for four or five games of the season, you're all right. Mm. 
Yeah, I just think if Stones can iron out those issues, because he's got, I I think he gets a harsh a harsh ride. How old is he now? 23? Yeah, but the thing is, guys, he still plays like a prospect. When I look at him, I don't think, yeah, you're the finished article. But then, uh, and I agree, the thing is, I don't think I've disagreed with anything you said, but I think that I, if I look at when Rio came to United, how old was he? 24, 25? He still had things he needs to... Uh, uh, there's levels. Firstly, yeah, but the thing is- <laughs> firstly, there are levels. Of, I'm not trying to compare stones yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that if you give him the opportunity opportunity to iron out he's still quite young I man. Agree, especially as a centre-back centre-backs yeah, don't come yeah, into their prime yeah. until they're 28, 29 yeah, 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 yeah. so he's still quite he's a baby in terms of he is mm. young but I agree but the, the thing is he makes the same mistakes that's the one and that's it it depends on how good a learner he is mm. so um, yeah fair point so obviously Friday uh, Liverpool opened the season uh, at home to Norwich um, so we talk, we, we we spoke about Boy, is City. that the introduction you're going to give Liverpool, man? Like, Come on, that's a bland Europe, one, yeah, man. European champions. champions man. Right, to be fair, the curtain on the Premier League. That's better. I'm not even going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Just lack of respect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. The European champions. I think that's the only that's thing you guys like wanted it. to hear, yeah, right? Boys, yeah, man, that's that's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so the European champions, Liverpool. Open the season on Friday against Norwich at home. Mm. Um, obviously, we spoke about City and how it just seemed as though they just carried on from last season, really. Mm. And I, I thought to a, a certain extent that was the same with, with Liverpool. It was just more of the same. More the same. Another, another, another assist for Trent. You know what I mean? That's what, five on the trot now. Yep. Um, Salah on the, on the score sheet. Sharp. He looks sharp. Um, very, you know, very sharp. Uh, really, really uh, good to see Origi uh, uh, on, on the, um, score, sheet, yeah. on the mm. score sheet as well. Van um, Dijk, he, he's probably aiming for 10 goals this season. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So, yeah, what, what, I just want to hear your thoughts about the game. What do you guys think? What do you, are, there, are there any like glaring concerns that you have off the back of that opening game? Uh, first game of the season, the only concern I would say is Norwich probably got in a bit more than they should have mm. given them. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, I'll give that to first game of the season. Players mm. coming back, the of team's course, still a little bit rusty and whatnot. But other than that, uh, Gomez as well. Gomez looked a bit not Gomez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, he's just come back from a long-term injury as well. So I think we can give him the benefit of the doubt with that one too. Um, who had a good game other than the usual? I think Henderson done okay. You know, mm. I think Henderson done okay. Genie. <laughs> The problem we have, yeah, I don't think Henderson and Genie can play together. I agree. I think mm-hmm. it's got to be Fabino is just the, He's a the immovable state. object. Yep, He's, yep, yep. He's number one. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be either Hendo and Genie, not both of them. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Especially if we're at home to like the likes of Leicester mm-hmm. and whatnot. Obviously, I understand Klopp wants to get the three points under his belt mm-hmm. first, have the safeguard and whatnot. Who would you have instead? Kate, okay, mm-hmm. back from injuries, yeah. fresh. Ox as well, potentially Ox, as well. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, cool. uh, so you H- play H- um, Ox Hendo and Gina are too much of the same. Yeah, yeah they're too the... much of the same. Mm. I'd say Gina has probably had a bit more technical ability. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah but yeah. sometimes Definitely. the thing is with Gina, he's all technique and nothing more. Yeah. That, that's the problem I have with him. I mean, yesterday, you're meant to be like controlling a game against Norwich and you're, you're a ghost. Yeah. Like, that's, it, that's it doesn't make thing. sense. Mm. Yeah, he was missing in the game. I mean, 
I would like to talk about Norwich first. I mean, they've just come up and they came to Anfield and they showed some balls. Yeah. I mean, they yeah, were yeah. keeping the ball, having some attacks. They mm. were looking pretty dangerous. And 4-1 flat as Liverpool. We have to be honest. I mean, event in the first half, yeah, we definitely, yeah. like, we didn't deserve all the goals. Like, no, 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 no. I think the way the goals time, came about, yeah, probably. Norwich yeah. was fortuitous. Yeah. Last season, honest. Norwich were one of the best teams I've seen play in the Championship. They came to, uh, they came down to Mill and they're probably one of the best teams that were in the championship last year in terms of just the way they play. Mm. And you can see they're coached to a really, really mm. high standard. So um, it's still a good win for Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether Norwich have just come up or not, you have to beat what's in front yeah, of you. Yeah, exactly. So. Definitely. And we saw that team all pookie. But yeah, if I want to touch on Liverpool, I thought that's Liverpool. That's what you know about them. They're clinical. <laughs> I mean, Bobby Firmino, he put on a virtuoso performance. I mean, Very, this yeah. for me is why you can't really sign an attacker because he has to stay in that central position. We saw it in all of his that's, glory. That's the problem we have though, isn't it? He was Nor- a joke mm-hmm. like yesterday, ridiculous mm-hmm. level. Norwich, I mean, they fell into Liverpool's trap, if we're being honest. They were passing time and Liverpool were just setting the traps, pressing and stuff like mm. that. Against Liverpool, the general convention is you go long. You avoid giving the front three even a sniff. Mm-hmm. And that's what they gave us. So they encouraged us. It was a clinical performance. I thought we could have probably got one or two more goals. Yeah, I think, we took, our, I think we took our foot off the pedal second half. Mm. I was actually okay with 4-1 because I kind of felt sorry for Norwich. Like, I didn't want it to be 6 or 7. I know you guys are ruthless. No, <laughs> man. Kill the game, <laughs> no, bro. No, honestly, I, I liked what I saw from them. So, I kind yeah. of had a certain amount of sympathy towards them. But my only concern during the game was the right side of our defence. Mm-hmm. Trent Arnold was getting pammed a little too easily. We've been seeing that often though, like recently. I know it's one or two games into mm. the season. I but think the thing is with him, I, I mm. think he's a player that needs to be match fit, like in terms of playing, playing, playing. I think when he takes a little break, you see a bit of scar tissue in his mm. physical performance where he can't get back quick think, enough. Do you think he needs to be alongside a centre back that is quite established as well? So like, Matty, Matty yeah. has to play right now, um, guys. He has to. Mm. He looks. Like a Van Dijk Cologne. That's, how, that's the level he's mm. playing at right now. So mm. I think it was harsh. Even when we were at Wembley, he turned the game around. Mm. Mm. And I was saying off fair before that, I think that right side of the defence is too young and naive. Yeah. I think you can only afford to probably have one of them. One or two, and I'll one probably right two. now go for, you know, Matip, then let Gomez and Trent maybe play in that right back position. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't I play Gomez at right back. Yeah. I would. You've got, like, you need to start putting Trent as like arguably one of the best like playmakers <coughs> in the Premier League. You can't remove him from that position. Literally, when I was watching the game yesterday, was get the ball to Trent. Mm-hmm. That's all I was saying. Get the ball to Trent, and he's going to deliver quality. Mm. And it culminated in a goal. Let me not say play Gomez in some games because Trent. You can't be playing him every single game. No, you like, yeah, but then, then you You're take away see- your your main like source of creation. I know that, but I think we still forget how young Trent is. How old is he? Twenty twenty one. I mean, okay, these... but that, do you say that about Mbappe? Yeah, no, are, it's, are, a totally, are, it's a totally different Dej, argument, are, are, are man. We, are, we gonna say, totally... are we going to say that about Jao Felix? That you need to phase him in? These and out? are defenders no, and attackers. Like, it's honestly, a totally like, different he, perspective. He's performing attacking, attacking, attackingly yeah. to a level that. I can't think of the last fullback in the Premier League that's mm. performing attackingly to his level. Mm. Literally, is mm. getting the ball and you can score at any point. Literally. I agree it's with a that. Joke. I agree with that to a certain extent, but I think with these young players, we still forget that he's so young. You have to pick his battles. Mm. He's not going to play every game. So we're going to see him have Mez, and that's part of a development of a young player. And I think Gomez 
in certain games and in certain instances. I don't like Gomez at right back. Yeah, there, I so. think we're going to have to do it because we haven't got solutions. We didn't spend. So uh, I think Gomez can fill in. That's not his best position. We all know long term he's going to be the partner for Van Dijk. But I think Trent, sometimes he needs to be saved from himself. Yeah, no, I think I think Klopp probably thinks more along that line as well. Mm-hmm. I think we saw that with the Barcelona game. Yeah, away. but I think I think Trent um, Klopp did come out and say Trent has played a lot of games just coming back from injury, mm. not because he didn't feel that he was good enough defensively. Klopp's <laughs> never gonna of come course. out. <laughs> of course, of course. Klopp's mm. never gonna come out and put his players under the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, most of the big games we play away, uh, Gomez plays right back in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just for the stability at the yep. back. Yep. And I think Klopp has more trust in his players going forward. And he knows that. <coughs> Obviously, I understand what you're saying. Trent is essentially our number 10. You can't take him out of the team mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's what he's there for. He yeah. creates everything pretty much goes through him. If it's not going through him, then it's going through Robertson Robert on the other oh, side. Yeah, I'm so, real, man. Mm-hmm. Great yeah. I'm real. They're just <coughs> unreal. More than they fullbacks. Yeah. Mm. I mean, they have to be the best duo yeah. In the world right now, we have to consider them as that because yeah, what they do, yeah, yeah. I mean, the numbers they churned up last season was was a joke. But yeah. also, I think Robertson as well, I think he needs to be left out from time to time. I know Moreno's left, but I think we still need, that's probably an area it's of improvement. It's a long season, isn't it? Yeah, so, it's a long yeah. season. So, players get tired, they're human. I mean, sometimes we think they're machines, mm. but sometimes yeah. they can go through lows yeah, and dips. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 you, you uh, get some, uh, a young player from the academy to, to fill in for Robertson what time was, to what time? was that guy that was playing pre-season? Larucci? Larucci, yeah, yeah. He looked all right in pre-season. Mm. He looked all right in honest, pre-season. I didn't watch pre-season, you know. I don't, yeah, I don't blame you. I don't watch pre-season. I, mm. I, I don't have any time to yeah. watch pre-season. Yeah. So, he looked, yeah. he looked uh, all right in yeah. pre-season. Do you know and what? always I, the option of Milner what? as well. Milner okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, yeah. though physically left he's back not... Right back. Yeah, 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 that yeah. guy can play everywhere. He's yeah, a yeah, yeah. probably he's a just, machine. Yeah, he's just a workhorse in it, man. Yeah. Do you know what? I saw a really interesting tweet and I, now we're, we're talking about uh, uh, Trent and obviously Robertson, but more so Trent. I thought I might as well bring it up now. So shout out to uh, Yudoka from Gold Diggers because she... she Big up Yudoka. She, 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 she basically posed this question. Mm. Um, and what she was saying is, um, you know, over, over time, is right back the position that you see Trent developing in? Absolutely. Or, or do you Absolutely. see him perhaps moving into a, a midfield position, well, given that he's he, he's got such a, you know, uh, a, a sweet uh, delivery and, and, and final ball? I'm of the opinion that Trent either plays right back or you don't play him at all. I don't think he's going to be good enough in any other position to be an elite player mm-hmm. because, yeah, he's got great passing ability, but for him being a right back, having that sort of ability sets him apart. You get what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. If you put him in DM, he's not an outstanding tackler. He doesn't read the game outstandingly, so I don't mm-hmm. see no point of that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It's like putting... Uh, a round peg in a square hole. Mm-hmm. So you mean like with his with his skill set, mm-hmm. he will only really excel like as people, a right back. Yeah, like people are saying that he should be a right winger, mm-hmm. but then if you put him at right wing, he can't beat two men. You get what when I'm trying you, to say? Why would you put him there when you've got Salah? He, but mm-hmm. that's the yeah, point no, that people yeah. are trying to ask. That like he's mm-hmm. too good to play right back. No, no. he's not. No, no Salah made the correct I think, back. I think no. right back. I think he's suited to the right back role simply because, uh, in football. The fullback's probably the most important position, especially like in this day and age. Mm. Um, and obviously, from fullback, you can see the whole pitch. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. everything is in front of you. You don't have to worry about what's behind you, 
what's to the side of you because you're literally by the byline and at the back mm. so you can literally see everything in front of you so I think that's probably why his game like his intelligence of the game and reading of the game from that position is so good mm-hmm. and like he's able to like obviously his delivery is good mm-hmm. but the way he knows where to put the ball like constantly like mm. I think it just goes hand in hand like mm. him playing there mm. and his skill set Fair play. I think he could excel in DM well, you know, Liverpool play a three. I think he could excel like on the right side of mm-hmm. that three, getting mm-hmm. the ball and still whipping it in. Yeah. I think Klopp's even came out previously and said that, you know what, this boy can play anywhere. He can mm-hmm. play central midfield. And I definitely think his skill set is suited towards, you know, a midfield three. He can pick out a pass. Mm-hmm. He can put the ball on the money. So, of course, yeah, I think he got the physical itself. attributes. How old is he? No, I'm answering yeah. you. Yeah, that's not yeah, the question. Yeah, yeah. I'm answering It is the question. Has it he is got the his question. man's strength yet? He's what, of course, 20, he hasn't got his man's strength, so he so needs that, to strengthen. Mm. And he needs, obviously, he needs to get his man's strength. He's only, what, 19, 20, 21. 20, yeah. So mm. by the time he's 25, different proposition. Mm. So yeah, I, I, I think, I think I he's going to excel in another, in another year role. Okay. And, and, and finally, on, on, on Liverpool, um, what would you rate... <laughs> What would you rate Liverpool's <laughs> transfer window out of 10? What would you rate it? Yeah, I mean, if we can, you know if we can rate okay, Chelsea's, okay. Mm-hmm. we can rate Liverpool's. I, I'll uh, be honest with you, yeah, and I'll give it a five. Okay. The why? reason why is that every time Liverpool have come second place, they've had like a big player leave. And in this summer, there was no question marks over anyone's future. The whole camp, the ambience of the camp was great. So, mm-hmm. I'll give it a five. Mm-hmm. Cool. What about you guys? What's your view on it? It's not much. Yeah, there's not much. But like like, Dot was saying, can you can you rate the fact that they've been, made, the been able is, to retain... That's the thing is, the transfer winner is more than just what you... Transfer winner is more than just what you bring in. It's also mm-hmm. uh, who you can retain. So, as you did say, fair play. Liverpool have mm-hmm. kept their best players. And that's because they have now established themselves as a Premier League contender. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, as a whole, yeah, five is, is fair because they've not lost much, but they've not bought much yet. So, yeah, five. Five, five. When Jurgen Klopp came into the club, he said, my remit is to turn Liverpool into a final destination and not a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. And we saw that in all this glory this summer. We didn't lose anyone. There was no rumours. I know people are saying, yeah, we could have covered there, covered there. But I'm of the opinion that all of Liverpool's solutions are from within. I mean, mm-hmm. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, he's had a big, massive knee injury. He's coming back. Naby Keita, mm-hmm. last year was the end of his adaptation period. This season, I'm expecting big things from him. Mm-hmm. Divock Origi, still, even on Friday, he's in play, needs to improve, and I think it will improve. Mm-hmm. So I think Liverpool are littered with options all over the pitch. And I think, yeah, I think it was a good window. So I'm going to give it a five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Loso, do you agree with that sentiment? Yeah, I would, I would agree it's a five. Um... Obviously, you, you can say Liverpool needs to bring in X, Y, and Z. But at the end of the day, um, if we compare our first eleven to the other teams, apart from City, we probably have one of the strongest 11s in the league. Mm. Um, and then the next aspect of it you got to look at is, let's say, for example, I think we saw he was linked with Pepe. Um, and he went to you lot for like 70-odd mil. Mm. That doesn't make any sense for Liverpool to go and spend 70-odd mil on a player that's not going to dislodge either of Salah, mm. Mane or Firmino for more than, what, five or so games yeah, yeah. of the season. 
Um, so yeah, it doesn't make sense us spending seventy more on a player to sit on the bench for most part mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. um, especially when we have a Rigi there that's more than happy to do that side yeah, of the job yeah. and then come in and be called upon when he's needed. Um, the same pretty much goes for like any other position that needed covering Robertson. No one's going to move Robertson mm-hmm. from his position. And obviously we've got Milner that can come in, <laughs> fill in left yeah. back. Klopp's so more than happy to use reliable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of stuff. Obviously centre mid's just stacked with centre midfielders. So yeah. obviously we can bring people in, but who's going to want to come to the club mm-hmm. to Basically sit bench and yeah. try yeah. and hope to like dislodge someone that's an established eleven? Fair point. Okay, and I think another uh, fixture or result yesterday that um, was certainly one that that flattered was uh, um, Spurs winning at home three one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there were some very very hairy moments in there for them. Yeah. Um, but typical Spurs, man. yeah, typical Spurs. Ultimately, so the cream, the cream yeah. rose to the rose to the top, yeah. and 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 the difference in class was 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 there to see. You know, through yeah. Ndombele and and Harry Kane's very accomplished finishes. Um, Ericsson as well, man. He came on and changed the whole game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, generally, uh, I know Losa already started, so maybe we could start off with you, Losa. But yeah, generally, what are your thoughts on the game? Um, I think Aston Villa done really well. Um, what's that centre back? Tyrone Mings, oh, oh, brilliant. Player. I think oh, he had a very, very good game, and it's unfortunate that he's on the receiving end of a three-one loss. Mm. Um, I think he done really well. Blocked most things that was going through. Um, Read the game really well. It was always an option for the goalkeeper or whoever was on the ball from the other side. Um, yeah, it's a weird one, them selling. Oh, obviously, I get they recoup money, but it's a weird one selling them. But I think they... I read somewhere that they think Aki is the better, better option. Better option, isn't it? Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, they put a I 75 million valuation on him, innit? Uh, I, I just think it was... Than, Mings. Than Mings. I just yeah. think Mings was unfortunate with injury. He kept getting these yeah. big yeah. knee injuries yeah. for Bournemouth. And sometimes as a player, it just doesn't work doesn't out. Work he seems out. to have found his home at Aston Villa. And as you were saying, he put in a very accomplished performance. Mm-hmm. All the crosses were hitting his head. Oh, he, was, he was something just special. Man. So, Even shout out John McGinn. He was, yeah, yeah, people laughed yeah. when he was linked with Man United. But if he keeps playing like that, Definitely, Oli will be interested. <laughs> <laughs> good one, <laughs> good Pam. That was a good Pam. He's right. <laughs> Do you know what? I saw a tweet um, that was quite funny because it done quite a f- uh, quite a few numbers, um, and it was basically saying that Tang- Tangai uh, and Dombele was playing like he was he was wearing loafers yesterday. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. What, what do you guys? Think on on about his performance. Come on, let's be honest. People are trying to start an agenda. Let's go. First game as well. Yeah, I mean the finish was Mm. it was sumptuous. I mean he just placed it. It was like an arrow. I mean up at that point, um, Aston Villa were it was backs against the wall. It was rare guard action. They were camped in, (laughs) so they were they were defending on their last leg. So you know. You could see the equaliser were coming. And yeah. Yeah. what we've got to say about this Tottenham side is over the years, like they've got this identity. We mm. know that it's not over until it's over. We know yeah, they're always yeah, going to yeah. win. Yeah. When that, when they're in that position against a team like that, we always know they're going to come out come in the on. end. And, yeah, yeah. You know, Harry Kane getting that double, scoring his first two goals at the new stadium. Yeah. I mean, this golden boot race has kicked off already, 100%. man. We've got Salah scoring, we've got Aguero scoring. We got um Abamyang scoring. We got okay. all of them yeah, scoring. Sterling, so, Sterling, 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 Sterling. Yeah, yeah. So we got, we got Martial. 
I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I had to drop my boy in there. I had to drop my boy in there. That's my guy, man. Yeah, so, again, Tottenham got a win that, you know, before the weekend started, you say, yeah, this one's a home banker. Mm. And, again, like, all of the top teams, apart from, obviously, Chelsea, have won this weekend. Yeah. Chelsea ain't even I, score. I think, um, I think Tottenham will have a better year this year because they've literally done what they need to do, which is strengthen and just add some depth, like central midfield. Mm. a night. I think Sissoko for them works really well, um, but they needed to strengthen in there. So they've got Nambele, they've got, I forgot the boy's name. Le Celso? Le Celso. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got Winks, who's, again, I think squad, I like he's him. a squad player. Nice uh, player, like nice, nice it's squad really player, tidy. but it's depth. Mm. Yeah. Guys, what, what's your take on Sessignon? That's a question I want to ask you. So what do you think of it? I think he's a good player. I think he'll do well there. I just think uh, it was maybe a step too early for him in terms mm-hmm. of this going from well. going from the main guy in the championship, literally probably one of the player of the year. I can't yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. be now the guy that will be relied upon, and they played him left wing a lot of the time, yeah, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. I'm not sure his skill set is set to be a Premier League left winger. I think Championship, yes, I'm not sure. So, what do you think it is then? I, long time, time, I, I, I think long time. I, don't, I think that's what. Um, what's his name? Pochettino sees him as a season as a replacement for Rose potentially, and that's why Rose might have been on the way out. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't think they could find a buyer. I don't think. They... I think Watford. I think exactly. there was rumours that it was at yeah. Watford. Yeah. Were, um, he was at Watford's Watford. training ground. So I think long term, I think he could be Rose's replacement because Rose has been linked to Lee for years now. Mm-hmm. He's had yeah. his ups and downs yeah. there. Um, but yeah, I think Tottenham had a really good window. I think that, again, the only one is up front. What about but, right but back the... as well? Trippier, uh, you've got Kyle gone, Walker, so Peters, Walker Peters, and they've got Aurier. Yeah. Yeah. Aurier saying that he might leave Walker as well. Really? Yeah, they're saying that he might be going to like a foreign team that yeah, he wants su- out. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. But again, I, was, I think when I said up front, I lied because they could play Lucas as a false nine. They could play Son as a false nine. Mm. And he's, there were aspects of times last season where they seemed better with okay. those guys as a nine. So I think mm. against you lot, for example, in the Champions League final, they should have. They shouldn't have started they the game. Should they should have, have gone with Son game. or Lucas as the main striker, mm, as the yeah. false nine, yeah. or as the main striker. I'm, I don't. I'm not a fan of Lucas. What, what do you think? Uh, he's a good player. I think he adds he's something good. different to Tottenham. Yeah, that speed that and need. that yeah. directness. And yeah, because their wingers aren't necessarily wingers. I think yeah, in terms of Son, yeah, he's not. not he's not really, rapid, yeah. but he's got mm-hmm. good feet mm-hmm. and he can mm-hmm. dribble. Lamella is the same again. Lamella's a dribbler. He's more of an intricate, likes to combine play. I think it gives them something different that they don't necessarily already have. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it's been a good window for Tottenham, and I think they'll they won't compete against you against Liverpool and uh, City. But they'll be just behind. Uh, I think third is pretty much guaranteed at least for them. But he said he wants to win trophies now. Mm-hmm. Potch has said, "I now I, mean, I, I now I need to win he trophies." Has to. Yes, I think he has to. Yeah, I think hundred percent. I don't agree. He he doesn't have to. No, no I think no, he I does, think man. for the stage he has. He think, is in, in this yeah, project, the, the he is, has to start it, winning trophies. We've had the yeah. rebuilding, mm-hmm. this is his side now. So, if you're not winning trophies, what are you doing? I know okay, the whole what, argument what, is that only one team can win a trophy, but mm. he needs to be pressing. Because okay, if he doesn't then, win trophies within the next... Why should 12, he win it, though? There's two teams better well, than the Premier League. Yeah, a trophy. trophy. Yeah, a trophy. Yeah, but trophy. okay, so automatically, if you win a League Cup, you're now... What, what does that not, do for him? Because what it can do, it can build a mentality of knowing how to win trophies. So, like, for example, when, uh, it's easy for me to say, but when uh, you look at United in 2004, 3-4, when we were building, so we bought Ronaldo, we bought Rooney, we got rid of Van Nistelrooy. Them guys had never won a trophy until they won the League Cup in 2005. The next year, we went on to win the Premier League for three years in a row. 
that's because we had set the foundation of learning how to uh, win. I agree. I just, but think, I just think it sets good habits. I agree, but like Poch wins a, you know, Carabao Cup, you paint his name in gold, and then the critics will come out and say, it's only a Carabao Cup. Yeah, because, you know what I'm trying to yeah, say? Because then now, we've won a Carabao Cup, what can mm. we do next? Can we win the cha- Something else. They were 90 minutes from winning the Champions League. Mm. I know, but I agree, Liverpool but, had been in the Champions League for number four. It would be good for him to win a trophy, but he doesn't have to win a trophy. If he doesn't win a trophy, it's not failure. Come on, guys. No, 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 no. No, 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 He's been back since then. Obviously, they didn't have the window last season. This season, they moved into a new stadium. They've got uh, all the new signings that you lot said that they've made already. Sessignon, uh, Nandombele, don't have to call the rest. Yeah. Um, so it's I don't think. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a bad thing to to be like Spurs need to be in and around challenging or to like reach a final. Or try to win a cup. Mm. It just like obviously, let's say uh, let's use Klopp for example. I think we all knew Klopp was a good manager from like 2017. We all knew what he was trying to build. Obviously, winning the Champions League just is just like credit for his yeah. work that he's mm-hmm. he's been doing. I think the same. I think Poch needs something similar just to reap the benefits and also I think it helps attract players to want to play for you if Mm. you know that you've started a precedent of winning trophies Mm. other players will want to buy into that so obviously they've done quite well to to, to, um, in terms of their current window but the higher calibre of players want to win things at the end of the day Mm. if you can set that precedent of winning at this stage Mm. the Sessignons imagine the Sessignons winning a league cup at the age he's at now Mm. yeah Kane has Kane never won anything. No, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, there's there's players that have never won anything there. Um, so I think it sets the a good precedent for them going forward if they can win an FA Cup, a League Cup. Um, personally, but so you don't reckon the, the Audi Cup is like a good sort of step? <laughs> well, Lucas Lu- thinks it's no, a no, good no, step. No, 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 no. <laughs> I agree with guys, but I don't agree with have to win. Okay, it will be good, but he doesn't am- have to win. Uh, uh, okay, even if. I dis- if I change it, I'll say have the ambition 100%. and the drive to now, this is what our next goal is. Yeah, okay. I, I agree. think that's a fair statement. the next then. 12 months to 24 months, they have to win a trophy, especially if you want to keep the likes of Harry Kane. I mean, Harry Kane, he's not getting any younger. Mm. You think he just wants to be a Tottenham legend without any silverware. These guys, mm. he no needs to be having... Him, hmm? No one can buy him. No one can afford him. Yeah, I think they can. I think Real Madrid, all these I teams in the future. Real Madrid could. Real Madrid, <laughs> Pierre. Oh, yeah, how, 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 how much does Harry Kane you never know in the Apparently, next... the rumour is with that they want at least 200 million. With Levi, 200 mil. Yeah. With him? Yeah, yeah. Sure. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So, I think in the next two years, they have well, to win trophies because, mm-hmm. again, Poch has been complaining, oh, I haven't got the backing. They've put their money where their mouth is now, mm. so and there's the no stadium. excuse. Yes. And the stadium. Stadium. So, mm. these are all factors and facets that say, you know what? They have to win trophies. Fair point. Okay. Rate their, their uh, transfer window out of 10. Eight. I'll stand with that. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think the only thing they could have addressed maybe is a striker, potentially. Uh, so, as in someone's a backup game, but who wants mm. to be a backup? Yeah. And he's of the high standard. Similar. I'd say eight is fair, man. I think seven. 
I'm still not comfortable with that right back slot. I know they're talking <laughs> yeah. about um, Kyle Walker Peters <laughs> yeah. and Juan Foyth playing there. Mm. As a top team, as a Liverpool fan and City fan, I'm thinking, you know what? I fancy going down that right hand yeah, side. So yeah, yeah. I think there's still a bit of a weakness there, but. Again, they've strengthened, they've brought in new faces. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you've got to give them credit. They're a better team for sure. Yeah. Lotso? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go, go, ahead, uh, eight, go with a seven. Oh seven, okay. Yeah, go with a seven. Cool. I think they have weakened a little. But they've also strengthened in other areas as well. Fair point, fair point. Now we can't wrap up the episode without having our favourite segment, which is obviously the um the prospect of the week. <laughs> now just it's been a long time since we've done this so just to just to, to to remind everyone what this is so to clarify the prospect of the week is not a good thing okay a prospect of the week is a player or a manager who over the weekend you know has 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 just been found wanting baggy touches overhit crosses passes who's basically just playing a seasoned professional who's playing like you know they 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 they're stepping on a big stage for the first time now i know this one's a bit of a curveball because when i think about this weekend i can't really remember any like massive clangers like from any player or Katsuma. anyone oh right okay actually Butch. Frank Lampard, sorry. Yeah. I don't care if he's losing to management. I'm pulling him out. Shocking. Like, you can't lose 4 0 in your first game of the season. Embarrassing. You are rude. He's been waiting for it. He said it. He called it. He called it, man. He said it. I'm going to go Zuma. Yeah. He's an established Premier League footballer. What was you doing for the first. Pe- <laughs> 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 oh, do you know what? Yeah. You- I have no words for it. I just don't know what yeah. he was doing. I was like, thank you. You've, you've just given us a goal for free. Like, <laughs> you didn't need yeah, yeah, yeah. to commit. <laughs> thank you. I'm going to go for Javi Gracia. I mean, losing 3-0 at home <laughs> to Brighton. I mean, Brighton are being tipped for relegation and to oversee that at your home mm. ground is a bit of a, it's a bit of a stinker. We have to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Shout yeah. out Brighton. Great, great performance. Fair point. Loso, you still thinking? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna give Aspi, Aspi, Aspi my okay. prospect mm. of the week. Why would you Why would you say Aspi? Um, he was caught wanting on the third, <laughs> third goal. Third goal, I want to say the third goal where yeah, Pogba yeah. looped it over. Oh, man. He was caught a few times. He was just chasing shadows. He's never yeah. gonna get Rashford from there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna yeah I'm gonna give Aspi. Fair point. So, unfortunately, that's all we've got time for. It would be very, very interesting to hear what everyone else's thoughts on on the prospects of the week is. So, please, guys, let us know. We're going to put out a tweet and we're going to ask for your opinions. Uh, please do respond, engage with us. Uh, make sure you use the hashtag um, TBGPod and POTW for prospect of the week. Um, and continue to help us, man. You know, we're, we're, we're looking forward to bigger and better things this coming season. Um, so continue to, to to keep your eyes and ears peeled for the content that's going to be coming up on on the on the platform. As always, please, if you haven't um, yet followed us, then make sure you do and share the episodes amongst your family, your friends, your work colleagues, and also encourage them to follow us on all platforms. I know I can already see Dot in the corner <laughs> of my eye now. So please, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. You name it, we're on it. Please make sure you get following. Give us a five-star rating as well. 
And I think that's yeah, that's 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 that's, that's pretty much it. Have I, have I covered all the all the, yeah, all, the just, all the bases? I just wanted to come in and say thanks to Loso and yes, Gas for man, coming in. Course, we appreciate course. you guys taking out your time, out of your busy schedules, and coming on. Enough love, man. That's it. Part of the family, man. So you're always welcome on the pod. Thank you, lads. Much appreciated, man. That's it. Thanks, guys. Over and out. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.